0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Utah Outcasts. This is a semi-weekly progressive, political, and atheist-filled podcast based in the state where people don't blink when you mention baptizing dead people. This is episode number 114, and if you're a new listener uh, and you have no idea what you just downloaded, uh, let me put your mind at ease. I'm your host, X, and joining me this week for the episode are Felicia Entwistle and Andrew Torres from the Opening Arguments podcast. We got a really, really long episode for you guys to listen to this week. Just had so much extra content with Andrew on the show. Anyway, um, we're going to get right to that, but I have to take a quick little break to hear from one of our podcasting buddies.
2: Have y'all ever wondered what it's like to be a redneck with empathy? Have you never heard of a Southerner who isn't a blathering bigot? Well, have I got the show for you. It's the Podunk Polymath podcast. Hosted by myself, Chris, and it's the sentiments of a secular, sarcastic, screwed up Southern Us JW and skeptic. You can find me and the show on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, or your favorite podcatcher. Y'all stop on by and take it easy now, okay? All right, so I have the
0: man, Rick Joyner. He just, there's something about the way that he looks like he's, he's almost like a uh, a Santa that had. An accident when he was trying to trim his beard a little bit and he had to sh- like even it all out. And so he, instead of just evening his beard, he went into his hair and everything. And now that he looks like an asshole, he's wearing a hat and denim on denim. You know, he's that kind of old white guy. Uh, anyway, he's going to be talking to us about Obamacare. And yeah, let me get all of my information from Rick Joyner about my health insurance. That That makes a lot of sense to have him tell me what I should or shouldn't
3: do. Because I'm sure he has experience in this. I know Trump is again saying, just let Obamacare fail. And uh, that's the only thing we can do. He said that a long time ago to begin with. Okay, you don't want to repeal and replace it. We'll just have to let it fail.
0: The president should not be for letting policy fail. This is not a I'm president versus I'm fighting against Obama as president. Obama didn't step into office and immediately start repealing all of the shit that that W did. He didn't. He might have been against a couple of things here and there, you know, honestly hurtful things, but he didn't come in there and he's like, you know, I'm just gonna let whatever W did here. What what would happen if he would have let like the entire Afghanistan thing fail? If he let Iraq fail? If you let all of that shit that W was responsible for, how about the economy? That's a great one. What if Obama said yeah, you know what? The economy's not my fault. I didn't do that. That was, that was W. I'm just going to let it fail. No, because the president ultimately is responsible for the upkeep of the fucking American people. Trump should not be coming out there and saying, oh, you know, you know, they're not going to let me have my way, so fuck 'em." That is not how you govern. That is not how you president, Mr. Fucking President. And Rick, you're stupid.
3: It will fail. It is failing
0: because of the gop if they wouldn't have all those ex- extra fucking writers added into everything maybe it might be working a little better have you ever thought of that
3: it is imploding right now
0: because of the gop
3: and what does that mean how's it going to work it's not going to be clean it's going to be messy it's going to be trouble a lot of people are going to lose their health care
0: and a lot of people are going to die does that matter to you? Oh, wait, no, I think it doesn't, because I think he ties it all up here in a second.
3: Well, listen, people are not going to die because of it. anyone That's who bullshit. claims that is, uh, to me, they're just a liar, a deceiver, and a manipulator.
0: Yes, because if I find out that I have no more insurance and I go to the doctor and I need care to get my tumor taken care of, you know, if I need to go in there and go for chemotherapy... If I need some sort of really expensive surgery, they're going to find out, oh, he can't pay for it. I'm sorry. We are not a charity. We can't have you here.
3: One reason is to be in the healthcare business, you cannot turn away any emergency.
0: Any emergency, which means pre-care, you know, when trying to do preventative stuff. That doesn't fall under that rule. You can't go to the emergency room and be like, hey, I want some neonatal vitamins. If you're pregnant, you can't do that. You can only go in there if your uterus fucking pops and you have to go in and they have to do emergency stuff to save your baby because you didn't have enough lutein in your in your goddamn diet. That's what the emergency is. It's not about taking care of things ahead of time. You know, if you come in in some sort of diabetic shock, yeah, they're going to bring you around. But that doesn't mean they're going to give you insulin to go on from then on out. They're going to say, hey, lose some weight, fatty. That's how you get rid of your type two.
3: Federal law, someone comes to the emergency room with an emergency, you have to take care of them, whether they've got health care or not.
0: And you can also charge them an exorbitant amount of money that will financially break them. How about that? Where
3: they're dying is what we're seeing with this poor child in in britain who is dead now not just dying dead because
0: the kid should have been dead a while ago i'm sad for the family losing their kid but at the same time trying to fight a lost cause doesn't do anything except for cause suffering and if you're causing suffering in your child you are a fucking monster
3: it's the system that's going to be killing people the death squads and where you only have limited resources, limited doctors for certain procedures where bureaucrats are going to start determining who gets them and who don't.
0: Here's an amazing thing about a national health system is that you will start having doctors and nurses and people in the medical field that are going to be able to actually afford to learn that stuff. Right now, if you want to go to medical school, you're looking at 300000 $400,000 worth of debt for a doctor. Just to become a doctor and like, you know, become an emergency room doctor kind of thing. That's for some people, that's not worth it. I mean, yeah, you might be able to make it work in the long run, but you're going to be up to your goddamn pupils in debt by the time you get out and you start doing your residency and everything. You're not making a shitload of money. You know, it takes quite a long time to make it turn around on you. Wouldn't it be wonderful if you could learn to be a doctor and not have to work like two jobs at the same time to be able to afford your housing, afford to be able to pay. It'd be great to be like a nurse and, you know, go to school with a full ride and also, you know, have them pay a stipend for you to be able to live because they know you're going to be providing a service for the greater good of the country. But these people don't believe in a greater good except for Jesus and God and all of his other fucking minions that he's got out there.
3: Dutton, and they're signing the death warrants in many cases of those who cannot get them.
0: Man, (sighs) emergency rooms are just not where you want to get your health care from i don't remember the last time any of you have been to the emergency room i know the last time i went was quite a while ago when my wife had an issue but it's not something where they move you through there quickly they do triage they make sure they know what the most important people are that get in there I'm not saying that if you wanted to make a regular doctor's appointment, it doesn't take time as well. But for all these people that are pretending that having the system that we have now, where you do have to wait weeks for consultation, and then you have to wait for weeks for follow-up appointments, and then following that, weeks for your surgery, if you have to have a surgery, is any different than having the national health system that's in, in, in national, NHS over in England where you have to do the same goddamn thing. Only difference is when you get done with that surgery, you're going to be well taken care of. You're going to have everything covered, whether it be whether it be uh, a lot of the stuff you get from the pharmacy, whether it be uh, rehab afterward, if you had like a knee replacement kind of thing, physical, re- physical uh, what the fuck is the word I'm thinking of, rehabilitation will be paid for. Nope, not here in America. You got to pay for that out of your own pocket. I had an accident a number of years ago where my neck got kind of fucked up. And until I hit a certain cap of money, I could not do anything about the insurance that was owed to me because my insurance was not going to cover that. That's fucked up that you have a problem, that you really see a use of having some sort of physical therapy to get it taken care of, to get it fixed. And yet you can't afford to. So you know what? You just deal with it for a while. My my neck is still kind of stiff. I'm probably never going to get it fixed. Probably never going to have to go back to physical therapy again, because guess what? Just like everybody else in this country, I'm fucking dying from debt because they won't, they won't raise rates on how people get paid in this country. I'm not saying I'm hurting. I'm just saying is that like most people in this country, we're all at a point where we're two paychecks away from being out on the street. My mom
4: only lied to me about one thing. Um, she, uh, she said there was a god and um... (laughs) But that's because when you're a working class mum, Jesus is like an unpaid babysitter. It's just sort of like she wants you to be good, you know. The best of working-class mum where I grew up could she? She wasn't hoping I'd be a doctor or a lawyer. She hoped I wouldn't be stabbed to death in a barroom fight, you know. All right, we uh, we have to do butt stuff every once in a while on the show. And I mean, if I could
0: and sustain it every week, I would have something to talk about this way every week. But Linda Harvey talking about butt stuff, butt stuff, stuff, like have a little radio promo thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) like how our local station goes it's poop chat (laughs) on x96 (laughs) oh god (laughs) so funny okay so linda harvey who is an anti-gay activist with the group mission america apparently she knows all about satan's sexual preferences and this comes to us from the patheos blog this is uh from friendly atheist Hemet and she wants you to make sure that you never have that kind of red hot love according to him (laughs) And here's her saying here anal sex is demonic. There's no other way to understand it. Using, no? using the anus as a substitute vagina is a desire from the pit of hell.
1: It's not a substitute vagina.
5: Linda. <laughs> it's two it's very, another fun, very different. <laughs>
0: Very different, very different in experience for both partners. <laughs> like it's almost like it's mean the way that she says it's a substitute vagina. It's like I don't think well, many gay like, guys out there would appreciate calling their asshole like their boy pussy. You know, that they, they would just uh, not work. Weird. You know, it's weird. That's weird. <laughs> I've always appreciated the humor behind that term, though.
6: <laughs> what about
1: and, like what about your mouth, though, bitch? Yeah. No, yeah, no, no titties. No,
0: put them together. Put
1: them... Oh, nobody has fun. <laughs> nobody has fun
0: with that. Or no foot jobs. Foot jobs are sucking. terrible too. Ugh. I'm like, why? Why is this a thing?
1: <laughs> well, some people like feet eggs <laughs> but here's I'm I'm making a I'm taking a stand right now on titty <laughs> on butt sex.
5: Oh, okay, I was gonna say on
1: titty fucking. <laughs> All right, but sex is great. Everyone who wants to experience that should experience it. It's 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 great. Lube up. Take it slow. Do it safe. More lube. Condom. More lube.
0: When you think you have Uh, enough, you don't.
1: (laughs) More lube. Uh, But titty fucking is stupid. All right. Nobody's getting anything out of this. It's not going to do anything for the guy other than there's tits around his dick. And he's going to be like, that looks neat for a second. (laughs) Like, nobody's getting anything out of this.
0: So on porn, when you see ladies going like, oh, like, no. No, you're not enjoying no. that lady. No. Like no. it probably actually hurts.
1: <laughs> no. No, Wouldn't
0: they're be super... enjoyable.
1: I mean, for somebody like me who's got like biggins. Um <laughs> I mean I've done it. We do have uh, a,
0: we do yeah. have a guy on our YouTube that's like, hey, where's the big booby girl? I'm like, Well, she'll be back this Aww. week.
1: <laughs> uh please don't refer to me as a part of my anatomy. Yeah, let not right? do that. Yeah. <laughs> um But as somebody who has tried it, because I watched porn as a teenager too, uh <laughs> quickly got over it because you know it's just me. There's a dick between my boobs, <laughs> and I and and every mature guy that I have slept with is like, I don't care. It, it it it's it's not neat. It's there's a dick between boobs. You you know what's fun to do with boobs is grab them suck on them a little bit that's neat uh jumble them jumblings can be (laughs) jumbling (laughs) jubblies uh watching them just watching watching is fun um but fucking them
0: me it's
1: a lot of work (laughs) it's a lot of work for nothing
0: yeah she gets nothing out of it
1: no he gets nothing out of it either trust me they're these are not getting tight enough
0: yeah there's some guys out there that might like just <laughs> the guys that are just like okay, okay. jizzed in my pants, kind of guys, you know. Yeah, yeah.
5: Okay, <laughs> you're right. The, the she two looked at up. me
0: and then jizzed in my pants. Those guys. <laughs> but anyway, All right, you're right. She continues. This is not cool. It's sexual suicide and human depravity gone mainstream. It's sexual suicide. <laughs> sexual su- de- What the fuck does that even mean?
5: <laughs> I don't know.
1: Uh, it sounds scary.
0: Human depravity gun. Gone- I-, I think anal sex has been a thing since there people have been people. <laughs> yeah, would-
1: since 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 one guy accidentally missed and she was like, eh, "Go for yeah, it." Well, okay, uh, why not? <laughs> or or since there were gay people, so always,
0: always <laughs>
1: since always it's been a thing.
0: Oh, and she continues: the anus is not a genital, and of why course. And of course, this mocks the creation of new life. She's just completely discounting oh, gay sex oh, altogether. Wow. It is essentially the opposite. So she's onto your poop hole loophole, Christian girls. She's onto it. She knows what you guys are doing, and she's okay. wagging her finger at you.
1: And this goes back to the sex is only for creation of life. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I would argue our brains process sex before creation of life. It is. That is. It is not. We don't have sex to create life, except for when we choose to do that. Most of the time we have sex because, goddamn damn it, sex.
0: It feels that's good. That's
1: as far as our brain gets. And our yeah. brains are wired sex. for that. <laughs> sex. And we use it for so many things. We use it for human connection. We use it for stress relief. We use it for selling just things, orgasms. Selling things. <laughs> selling. Making money. Yep. You know? I mean, that's been going on forever. It's great sex is great all the kinds of consensual sex you throw that out there yeah. uh are great
0: they're great in the hum- she says in the human body the anus is a death site yeah.
1: that doesn't make sense
0: okay here she says the anus is the point of ex- <clears throat> of exit for the body's waste disposal system with all right, the attributes yeah. of decay including a wealth of yep. bacteria and foul odor Here's a newsflash for you, lady. I don't know if you ever noticed, but dicks can stink and so can vaginas. Oh. (laughs) And they have all sorts of bacteria on them.
1: (laughs) uh, Dick. Oh, so much. The the vagina is full of vaginal flora, as my gynecologist put it. Vaginal flora. And it is good for it. Lots of bacteria.
0: It's not fauna.
1: (laughs) No, it's not fauna. Well, actually yeast is a fauna.
0: Yeah, technically.
1: So. <laughs>
6: <laughs> and she says
0: that and the rectum cannot accommodate the activity of intercourse without a high probability of injury as no, she never heard high. of spit.
1: <laughs> like just vaginal stuff, just vaginal stuff getting back there. will do it. Just I mean, any yep. lady who's had a period knows that liquid moves right up that crack. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And she says, only bizarre lusts prompt the use of this part of our anatomy as a substitute vagina. It's a complete farce, typical of Satan. Don't blame it on Satan. (laughs) And if Satan is the guy that introduced butt sex, if he introduced butt sex, good for him, dude. (laughs) Look, hey, gentlemen. Humans
5: are like...
0: Gentlemen. You have your prostate in your ass. I mean it's not in yes. there, but it's it's right there. It, you just kinda it, it's just right there. Kidding. You you can get a good hook finger thing going on and it'll hit it right there on that thing and be like biggest I'm orgasm of your life. <laughs> and you have I just explain this sometimes to people, and it's like, have you ever had the experience of like a really good push and you get that one out and you're like, oh, that was amazing. Imagine that constantly. <laughs> It's, and
1: also, ladies, <laughs> it's right there next to your vagina. And so you're going you're going for a whole new set of stimulus on the side of your vagina that doesn't usually get a ton of attention. Yeah. It's
6: and neat.
0: Himmett it says here, I don't actually care to refute any of that in detail.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like we
5: did.
0: I love this guy's writing. <laughs> and he says that I do have to point out that our genitals also function as waste disposal systems. You know, when you have when a unfertilized right unfertilized egg, it's a waste oh, coming yeah. out. You know, uh, men we pee and ejaculate out of ours. It's like okay, that's well, waste what about, coming out. What
1: about yeah? What about nocturnal emissions?
0: Yeah, no shit.
1: That's it, that's sperm that your body's like nope nope nope, nope get nope, out of here. Nope. Don't need it. Bad sperm.
0: And he says that I'm just entertained that a conservative site like World News Daily published an entire column about anal sex and Satan's desires. It must have been one hell of a research binge.
1: (laughs) What does this bitch think of exhalation?
0: Well, you know, breathing out is just terrible. That's Satan's idea because it's anti life. (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) That is
1: that is me. That is the cells in my body processing food. (sighs) Ah. Mm. There, see? More food, just processed. Just yeah, actually look it up. She's stupid. Cellular respiration. <laughs>
0: just dumb dum, dum dum dumb.
1: She's dumb. Just be- okay, yeah. Poop stinks. Oh, a hot tank. Poop stinks. <laughs> no <laughs> like, kidding.
0: Really? I, just,
1: <laughs> I don't even know what to do with this bitch. Like <laughs> You know what else stinks? My breath in the morning. <laughs>
6: Her
0: brain, her brain cavity from where she used to have one, that probably smells pretty goddamn rotten.
4: The Best thing to do is, well, if, he, if he's God-fearing, then he'd be good. It's a good rule of thumb, because, you know, I went to Sunday school from about the age of four till eight. There was just great teachings of Jesus. I love Jesus. He was my superhero. Um, he really was. God was magic, right? But Jesus was just a man. And what I loved about Jesus was he was kind, and he, he was brave, and I thought he was amazing. And um, I absolutely I thought he was brilliant, right? just a brilliant guy, you know. So
0: many of you people that have listened to us in the, uh, the atheist uh, podcastosphere, whatever, however they want to phrase things like that these days, I don't, I don't know. It used to be blogosphere and then it was like the YouTubes and all these other things. Like it's the way of the internet bastardizing the language of people <laughs> like it's so good at, I mean, memes have taken care of that. Uh, you might've heard that Gleb Superski has been on a bunch of shows lately. I mean, just about all of them. I mean, they had him on to talk about the pro truth pledge and, uh, that's a great and worthwhile thing. It seems like, but there's there was an issue. Uh, considering uh theft of content that's been happening lately, because whenever Gleb would show up on people's shows, he would take that audio where he was being interviewed and talking with them, and he would cut it and make an MP3 and paste it onto his Patreon for a de- for like uh for paid content on his own channel, <laughs> and that's that's bullshit. <laughs> that's if it was a case where he said hey i'm planning on doing this do you mind i'm sure most people would have been like no fine go ahead that's great you know but at the same time he didn't ask and i mean thankfully he's he has come about and he's he's been removing stuff he's been saying okay well that that's bullshit i'm not i shouldn't have been doing that and he's he's seen the error of his ways and he's come around to it which is great because that's that shows that he's not uh morally bereft <laughs> of you know Knowing what other people's content is. But the, the fact is that it took people like Callie, it took people like Trav Mamon, and it took a whole bunch of people saying, Look, you are stealing people's content.
5: Yeah. Really, I uh, don't I don't see I, how hey. it's
0: stealing. I, I'm sharing it. It's like, yeah, that's kind of what Napster did too back in the day.
1: <laughs> why don't we ask uh why don't we ask Andrew if it's that?
7: <laughs> so um it i mean it actually sort of exposes an area that is not well defined among podcasters it's something that i am talking to my clients about that we're going to um make sure we we promulgate public changes but um but here's the question right it is when you go and do something for someone else the question is who owns that content right so right. let me give you a really obvious example and this is in most um employment contracts, right? And this is this is the kind of work that I do. Right. Yeah. So uh let's suppose you are a um a website designer mm-hmm. and you are hired by a company, right? And what they will put into your employment contract is the work you do is, and the, the key words here are work for hire, right? They'll yeah. put it under quotes and they'll say that means, you know, the stuff you do for our clients is the property of us as the employer and not you as the employee. Right. right. Now um, let's move out a level of abstraction. Suppose you're not an employee for them. Suppose you are an, an independent contractor. right? And yeah. they say, uh-huh. uh, we want you to come in. We're not hiring you. Uh, we want you to design some web pages and some layouts for us. You, you might negotiate kind of a, uh, typically what I would do in, in that situation is negotiate like mutual licensing, right? You would say, hey, I'm going to give you the right to use the stuff that I do for you, for your clients, to sell it, whatever. But you're also going to recognize my mutual licensing right uh, to put this in my portfolio, to you know promote it, to use it, to show like, this is the kind of work that I do. Um, and, and the important thing with all of this is that like you resolve it by contract, right? Like you tell people upfront, this is what we want to do. Um, and the issue in the podcasting community is that we have a shared understanding, but we don't have a written agreement with respect to that, right? So yeah. right. Let's, let's use this right here right now, right? Like I'm coming on your show. Indeed, and the the compensation you are giving me for coming on your show is presumably you're going to let me plug my podcast, you're going to say nice things about me, oh yeah, um, but like <laughs> yes. or or horrible things, right? I don't know what's going to happen. But <laughs> Andrew, but, but right, um,
1: but, he but, used a web designer ah, example instead of what I would have gone cool. with
7: yeah I <laughs> right. would have
1: gone with a dildo artist
7: okay um <laughs> I, it, it's a very small web page um, <laughs> so right, but my compensation is coming on your show right that's it and um and and it is understood that the content I'm giving you here on your show uh is that that, that it belongs to you, and if you want to take this and put this up on your uh patron page uh, and charge your listeners that that's i knew that coming in and and yeah. that's the established model in in our community
1: it's um very, it's very the bohemian movement of yeah. Montmartre you know
7: right exactly that's exa- that's exactly yeah. right. and and but but nobody has specified it right and one of the things i say to my clients all the time is what what the like the way in which you wind up in litigation is that nobody spells out exactly when, when you're all happy with each other, nobody says this is what's going to happen when we're not happy with each other. Right. Yeah. And so I, I think, again, I advise seven or eight podcasts. I've, I've got my own, <laughs> which is opening arguments. And, um, and what you're going to see is you're going to see uh, a move towards having uh, best practices where we specify when you're a guest on the show that, You are relinquishing the intellectual property rights in the content that you give to the show, Uh, and you shouldn't have to do that, right? Like again, right? That's part of our shared understanding. Um, But now that, like that, this is the issue. Like when you have when you have a shared understanding that has not been reduced to writing, or you know you haven't gotten lawyers involved or whatever, somebody's Mm going to try and exploit the system. And well.
1: and that's exactly what happened in the yeah. Bohemian movement in the right. village of Momaska. <laughs> <laughs>
7: that is exactly right. So you know, and 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 uh, it, uh, I don't, I don't have a lot. <sighs> I, I'm going to take a fairly hard line here, right? Like yeah. I, I have not had Gleb on on my show, uh, but Thomas uh, had him on uh, Serious Inquiries only. Yeah. Um, this is not somebody who is unfamiliar with how podcasts work. This right. is somebody who's a stranger to our community and um it would be uh, right like again let's stick with this as an example if i recorded this audio on my end right Mm -hmm. and took everything i said on this show and all of your questions and then released that separately to my patrons whether i charge them or not right like You'd be a little bit annoyed at that, right? Because part of my coming on your show is I, 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 am going to tell people when this airs, like, Hey, look, I was on, you know, I was on the (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: That's and that's kind of been the like you said, an unstated. That's "That's what you do on pot in podcasting. You promote each other's shows. Sure, you go over, go over,
7: download Utah Outcast. If you if you like hearing me, you know, (laughs) randomly pontificate about stuff, you'll probably like the show, (laughs) and maybe you will fall in love with the host because they're both amazing (laughs) and. like that's the way it works no it's true yeah it is that's yeah
1: absolutely uh, it's all
0: it's all been networking it's always word of mouth it's always you know hey i met this person through this person let's have them on kind of thing and for me it's this is like my fifth year of doing podcasts like all together and never never in those five years that i ever come across something like that and i'm just kind of standing there mouth agape i'm like really
7: (laughs) because of course you have right like mm-hmm. it, and 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 so the um you know kind of uh ap- apologizing and backpedalling and and whatever i I'm it, and well, yeah,
1: you know you know i actually I have a friend who's a lawyer, and he could actually write something up for us or or help us with some verbiage because we're thinking about inviting on a pretty antagonistic guest um or he he actually demanded we invite him on. Um and he, he is somebody who I could see that, being those always very... work
7: to, speaking from experience, those always work great. But keep going. Yeah. <laughs> well, he well, he think, has a
1: big audience though. So. Think think Doctor. Well,
7: who is who is who is can you can you say? Oh, who we it can is? say
0: it's Josh Bernstein. Yeah. I, I don't know if you've seen anything He is a uh, he is a wannabe Alex Jones. Like he is he's extremely right wing, insane, Islamophobic, you know, misogynistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he does his show. Can we
5: blame-
0: um, yeah, a, a bunch of times on the show, and he does his show mainly like in front of a green screen with like a real desk, and so his like background looks like it's it's trying to be a professional Alex Jones kind of set, but it's a guy doing something in like Photoshop. I just <laughs> I just, just want to point
7: me. out you you use professional and Alex Jones in the same sentence well, without a okay. negative. So well, the
0: <laughs> thing is, is I I absolutely abhor the messages that he puts out, but he knows what he's doing. He's very good at his craft. He's insane, <laughs> but. He it's knows how insane. to pack it. He knows how to package it. He knows how to sell it. He knows how to. I mean, his set design is is frankly amazing. As as a person that was a, like a theater major in college, I was like, you know, that's really good design. Like, you, it catches the eye in the right place. You know, people are paying attention. This guy, I I, I don't like to give credit where credit when when things like that happen. But the thing is, is that he does have a nice set, <laughs> and it's because he's fleeced a lot of people with bad information. So.
1: And so, well, and and so that comes to somebody who I could absolutely see being unethical, uh, even recording the content on his own and then editing it to however he wants, something like that. And so having this conversation now makes me think, you know, it's it's a good idea for us to have something
0: yeah, he already would, available. He would, uh, he would probably try to play the whole, oh, they wanted to try to get me under contract. They wouldn't just have a conversation with me. They would do it. It's like, okay, yeah, you're just, just actually right. dishonest. That's yes. fine.
1: You're right. We tried to have you agree not to steal our shit. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So it's just really, really interesting that that a guy that I can't remember what his doctorate is in, but, you know, you would think that he would be forward thinking enough that he would say, "Okay, well, maybe this is potentially wrong. What I'm doing uh, taking someone else's content and putting it on my Patreon you would think you would think that's that's the key term there which well, I keep yeah, coming so, back especially to,
6: somebody
1: who's been through academia you know yeah, I mean, and it's they're not pretty his, clear on what
0: and it's not his first trip around the block when it comes to uh, being uh, a, a bookseller or you know uh, being someone that's producing content for people to download and stuff it's not like he hasn't been around the block a few times about this It just seems like a oh well I guess this is okay. And I don't want him to think that I'm trying to be libelous or anything like that. It's just it's it just seems very uh, disingenuous for someone to do something like that and think, oh, yeah, there's no problem with this. And then thankfully being confronted about it, he's like, okay, yeah, sorry, I, I fucked up. But the thing is, he did make money off of other people's work and people are saying, hey, I want my share of X amount of dollars that you made off of my content. Or at
1: least have asked my damn permission. Yeah.
0: And mom's the word about that. He's not really, he's not really talking about that. And that that just seems really weird.
7: I, it, you know, my, my, (laughs) my, (laughs) there are a lot of things I could say, but I, but I think what I'm, what I'm going to go with is that, uh, you know, this is not a large enough community that you can afford to have your reputation, uh, uh, suffer the, you know, the, the way he did. Right. So, I am hoping that the uh, social opprobrium will uh uh will will solve the issue. But um, you can't, you cannot tell me. Look, like everybody, right? I'm on Patreon. You're on Patreon, indeed. Yeah. This is the this is the lifeblood of our of our community Love as medium, content yeah. creators. Yeah. Absolutely. And like you know, look, like I I recognize I. I love, I'm super happy to be doing your show. I'm really, really excited (laughs) about it. Uh, I recognize I'm not going to get paid for doing your show, right? Like, and that's. That's it's okay. Of... I
1: don't get paid either. Oh, well.
7: <laughs> so okay, so it's so Alicia, it's you and I against X. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, go. all right, we're, we're, we're still in talk. the building we're
0: phase. The we're we're still in the building phase. I'm I'm working on yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. more I hear and, uh... I
7: hear that. I, I hear that from a lot of deadbeat defendants. So uh, <laughs> Alicia, you're gonna you gonna you're gonna contact me afterwards. Our our suits going. It's uh, I think we've got. I think we're looking at uh, seven figures. You got a, here, you got so. a case. We got a
6: <laughs> case. Cool. Right.
0: Seven <laughs> figures, if you count four right. insignificant digits, you know <laughs> you'll be a right. you'll be a dozen heir after the law well cases. So. <laughs> <Doesn't> <laughs> uh,
7: I just want the I just want the judgment. I don't care if we ever collect. <laughs> I <laughs> just want the W. <laughs> I want to break you. Right. Exactly. <laughs> oh a bit... wait,
1: are we doing lot awful movies now?
7: Oh. That was a little that was a little Rocky Four there. I'm sorry. <laughs> <I> <laughs> <literally lost laughs> that one out. Um
1: there's
7: no been there is no legal yeah, exactly. There was no yeah. legal component to that whatsoever, but God, I love Rocky Four. So uh, <laughs> That
1: is a legal that is like a, a, the official legal stance is that he loves it. That is a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah.
7: <laughs> it is it is the most eighties movie ever made. <laughs> Freaking, yeah. yeah. The, the, how many <laughs> montages are there They're in back movie? to movie? There are back-to-back <laughs> Survivor montages in it. And as a long-standing uh, 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 aficionado lover of Survivor. <laughs> I, I love I, that. I, <laughs> Did you know
0: that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. The biggest benefit, I think, would be that you get both episodes that we record in one lump sum, instead of having to wait for them to drop on Monday and on Wednesday. Look at it as an investment on your entertainment each month. We're much more than the cheap little pizza you might miss out on if you decided to become a patron. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash utahoutcasts for more information.
4: I was about eight, and my brother must have been 19. He came in once, and uh, I was doing something from the Bible, and I said, what are you doing? I said, oh, join Jesus. And he went, um, who was Jesus? And I said, well, he was, he was the son of God. He went, why do you believe in God? Right? And my mum went, Bob? shut up and i knew she had something to hide and he was telling the truth and i knew i knew from body language and then i worked it out and i was an atheist in an hour so you know we always have to have a
0: jim baker video and this one's relatively short for what we do here and this comes from right wing watch of course and it's a uh... Jim Baker wanting to warn us for some stuff. I mean, it's probably going to involve Trump because he's got his just mouth firmly planted on shaft with Trump there. It's just it's ridiculous. The amount of love that, that this guy gives him, especially considering Jim Baker's big money maker is apocalypse buckets. It's like <laughs> I thought everything was going to be good underneath Trump. No, no. Now they can swing it and say, oh, it's the left. The left is going to bring about Armageddon, you know. Because Trump, I mean, eight eight years of Obama didn't bring about the Armageddon. So now it's the deep state going to do it. But anyway, he's going to say some fun stuff here. Here we
8: go. The Trump prophecy, which is a hot, hot seller, brand new book, all about Trump, all about the prophecy that was like 2011 or something when the first prophecy that he made about this. And now he's giving new prophecy of what's going to happen next with Trump
0: okay so it's a book that's about pamphlet length and it's probably lot filled with lots of big words because of his audience not big words i mean (laughs) big type sorry big type not big
1: words (laughs) i thought you were being sarcastic no
0: no it's they've got
1: two syllables (laughs) y'all
0: it's full of doctor words it's full of them thank you words that are more than three syllables long (laughs) no
1: Autolaryngologist? auto rhino just.
0: well the the book is written by like two of the people that usually come on jim baker so one of them being that mary colbert lady that said jesus created air conditioning you know jesus christ hvac guy that we talked about a few months ago anyway uh
1: that tastes and he was a delight
0: Hey, i just fixed up your air conditioning <laughs> for you there uh, you go ahead it'll cool down you just got to make sure you change your filters
8: more often <laughs> right. and i'll tell you what is doing something. Yes, he is. God is yes. speaking. Yes. Is. God is taking over. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, I wouldn't fool with went fool? What? Trump. You better be careful. Because I want to tell you, there is going to be judgment come if America turns its back on what God's trying to do. Because God is trying to save America. Oh, could you please daddy, not do it through Trump? I mean,
6: Come
0: down here and tell us you're trying to fix things. Be like, okay, I'm God. Here I go. I'm gonna snap my fingers and fix all this shit. Nope, no, no, we're not getting that. We're getting this bumbling asshole in the White House that's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna fire everybody. Like, okay, yes, that's oh. that's fixing the country. Now let's go ahead and get rid of that 60 vote like limit that we have in the Senate. There, let's let's make it down to 51 for everything. It's like that's not how the game works. Let's, if you're sucking at the game, you don't change the rules midway, sir. <laughs> that's how
1: my aunt does it
0: uh, I don't know that's how it is when I play Monopoly with my wife though that's a m- miserable game god damn it I hate that game
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that game because uh, the secret to winning is the uh, orange and red red spaces so like you land on the blue and you're- and then your opponent lands on the orange and red and you're like I'll trade you and they're like yes
0: <laughs> I've learned buy all the houses make there, make there be a housing <laughs> crisis can't <laughs> that
1: game is that game is a, a lesson fucked. in how to be just a shit human being.
0: But the thing is, Trump would suck at that game too. I bet he would be just absolutely terrible at it. He's like, oh fuck, I got bankrupt again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I need a loan.
0: I need a loan. Dad. Who's going to give me a loan? Yeah, leave me alone. <laughs> Dad plays the banker. Yeah, Putin's playing Russia. the banker. he's like. I've already given you four billion dollars. How much more do you want? <laughs> oh man, God's judgment's gonna fall on those who dare to oppose Trump. You know, okay, maybe if he stopped acting like an idiot, maybe he would actually get something done. But no, it's it's not gonna happen. I don't think. Yeah, no. Andrew, what's your take on it? What do you think about our commander in chief?
7: <laughs> well, you know, I I'm usually so reticent to offer opinions here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it
7: it I. I I I honestly don't know where to begin. I mean, like, <laughs> so you know, like we've we've laughed and and, and we've had a lot of a, a lot of fun here today. Yeah. But um, I I honestly don't know what goes through the mindset of somebody who, uh, in order to gain political capital, you know, releases the the tweet he released on I think Wednesday morning of of uh, you know I've now consulted with the generals yeah. uh, oh, and uh, you know we're not we're not going to have any, uh, you know, transgendered individuals in, in the military in, in any capacity. Um, and uh, you know,
0: for him to it release is, it as tweets and not as a, right, actual, yeah, yeah, you no, know, right, briefs yeah. going out to departments
7: and stuff. No. It, 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 all, just, all I, of I that, but what
1: to do with this information,
7: yeah, it, it, well, so far there's been no official executive order promulgated, right? So, so far it's just Trump being a bigot and an asshole on Twitter. Right.
5: Yeah. Um,
7: but, but, uh you know in in my view i mean the 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 way I thought about it was um it 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 is both a testament to how far we've come as a country uh and and also <laughs> i think uh, illustrative of, of of sort of where we are that like if if you look at that and you replaced transgender with any other minority group right replace that with we're no longer going to have gays serve in the military. We're no longer going to have women serve in the military. We're no longer going to have blacks serve in the military, right? Like yeah. any other minority group you want to stick in there, that would be horrifying, right? Like it would be, it would not have been met with the way, you know, this sort of like, well, let's debate, you know, like, are they people? Are they confused <laughs> about whether they have a penis or whatever? Like it, it. it would have been if he had said even gays, right? Like, and keep in mind, like, uh, Dad, like no, DADT
0: was today. only like four years yeah. ago
7: <laughs> it, it putting anti-gay marriage initiatives on the ballot in all the swing states was the george w bush re-election strategy in 2004 right like and so <laughs> you know that's not that's that's 13 years ago right like yeah. it, it, that's not that's not a that's a that's an eye blink in political time and and the fact that now you know if if he had said that about gay people like Seventy percent of the country would have been like, D- dude, what, what the fuck is wrong with you? Right, <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Well, is, I think
1: that trans people are yeah. a, a very easy target um, because they are so much in a minority. Um, a, a big part of the gay movement was, you know, one of us, um, and, and I mean that's something the atheist movement has learned from. Uh, oh, you know, I, one of us, I, and, I, and, I and think that's true. That's- Right. I mean, there's so many gay people. There's so many gay people or people who don't subscribe to a sexuality that is heterosexual, uh, that it's easy for you to go. You know what? I do know somebody. And then that person comes out and they change hearts and minds. But trans is actually very rare. Being transgender is actually very rare. Uh, And so it's an easy target because they are so much in a minority honestly i can i can ascribe it to an issue we had here in utah where a bar uh said they would no longer serve uh pacific islanders yeah
0: pacific islanders yeah
1: pacific islander customers because they had a group of pacific islanders that came in and were shitbags just one particular set of individuals that were shitbags bringing in their own alcohol and stuff like that um, so they said they would no longer serve Pacific Islanders. And I actually had this conversation with people close to me where they were like, yeah, but there are not that many of them. <laughs> or I, or my personal I, I favorite. Couldn't. But what if they are like that?
7: Ugh, man. I, I, it, it, Alicia, I, I I just couldn't endorse what, what you said any more strongly. Right. Like it, it is. The, the it's the two sides of the coin, right? Like on, on the one hand, we've made a lot of progress. And what that means is that the bigoted groups in our society need to find smaller and smaller groups of people who are weird to hate, because right. if you know them, then you're less likely. I mean, like, let, look, Right, Dick Cheney. Right, we know he's on the short list. If you were going to take like twenty-five most evil human beings alive right now, (laughs) like start start naming, like Dick Cheney is going to make it onto that list, right? Like he's an evil human being. Shot a guy in the face and he got no charge, nothing. (laughs) And and so he's he's totally evil, and we all agree. And and he has an approval rating of like nine percent. Right, he's like below Ebola. And. And yet, Dick Cheney, lesbian, <laughs> lesbian daughter. Yep. So he's pro gay marriage, right? Like, and and sh- and again, it is one hundred percent Felicia the 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 point that you've made, right? And so, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, like, look, it's really, really easy to to do sort of the, the twin thing, and th- this is what we're seeing from the all right 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 now. Like, we are seeing mm-hmm. number one demonizing trans individuals. And then number two being like, well, I don't understand like why it's a big deal. Cause there's such a small minority, you know, like how yeah. many people are there that are, you know, he, she, and I'm confused. Do I, you know, like it, it, it that's precisely the, the <laughs> like, that's what demonization is about, right? Like it's right. about finding the smallest minority you can, that is insular, that therefore the people to whom you are pandering do not know. And therefore, you know, can buy into your rhetoric exactly,
1: uh, yeah. and 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 and, 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 uh, and that's just a thing. Is that it's it, honestly um, being trans is something that I can't fully understand, right? Um, I I had a wonderful conversation with uh, Riz, Marissa, Alexa McCool, and we talked about our experiences of self discovery, and we came to a really good understanding but the reality is that I will never completely understand the idea of not feeling at home in my body. Right. But
7: but, but look, you can find it is easy to document the social aspect of that, right? Like, because you can read the news stories of like eight year old boys who cut off their penis, right? Like, and uh, it, uh, like I, it, so I'm totally with you, right? Like I don't mm-hmm. understand. I will never, and I, and I, I certainly wouldn't try and, and say to a a, a a transgender person. And obviously, you know, Chris and I are friends and and everything else. Yeah. But like, I wouldn't try and say to somebody like, I know what you're going through, because I, because I don't. Right, exact same thing, mm-hmm. but. But to somebody who says,
1: empathy. Right. Yeah.
7: To somebody who says, oh, this is all just made up and you want attention and you don't know and you want to sneak into the women's room so you can rape them or whatever, to be like, explain this eight year old kid who, you know, took a kitchen knife and chopped off his people and
1: these people there are people who are citing biology as if that is evidence of oh the two genders crowd yeah as as if there's only two genders where biology is like no (laughs) and 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 we're even finding evidence that people that are claiming like we're finding physiological evidence of people who are call claiming themselves to be transgender In their brains, in their physiology, they are manifesting the other gender in certain aspects.
7: Felicia, did did you see um, Callie Wright's uh, speech at uh, ReasonCon?
1: No, I did not.
7: It, 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 I think it's up on the internet. Uh, you're you you're referencing something that she talked about. It, it was a fantastic speech, and um and and I would I would encourage anybody to go uh to did to go Kat look it up. Did
1: come on our show way way back Ooh, when? a
7: long time ago. This was like yeah. right right after the she arc was, opened up. She and
0: was
1: so. such a sweetheart. She's, She's amazing.
7: Such- I I love I love her dearly. Um, and she gave the speech, and what I love was the the modesty of the claims that she made in the speech. So basically, she was talking about like not understanding what was going on in her body and looking to science to try and, and and figure it out. And and she describes a study and she was very, very clear to say, like, look, this is not there's a transgender gene, right? Like there's there's a lot
1: there's le- not there's not a gay gene though, either.
7: Exactly.
1: But but But, but there's but, also not a blue eye gene. Like right. people don't realize this. There's like there there's like ten different genes that determine your eye color.
7: Exactly. <laughs> There's, there's no <laughs> there, There's a study of a brain structure, right? Mm-hmm. In which yeah. you know, it's statistically valid, where and, and I think this is this is what you you were referring to. It's why I asked if you heard it, because this is the first time I had ever heard of it. That and the brain structure, you know, looks like a sphere in uh biologically males who identify as male. It looks like kind of a question mark in biologically females who identify as female, and in trans females who were assigned male at birth but identify as female it it the structure tends in those cases to look more like the question mark than like the sphere right, right. and yeah. so she was very very clear to say L- look like this doesn't prove like that's how you can yeah. but it made me feel like maybe there is maybe people are making progress maybe there is a way scientifically to understand what's going on you know in my head with my chemicals with my body
1: bodies are complex yeah. and we understand that brains are complex and this is something that has been truly devastating in the new atheist movement right
0: yeah they're that so they... willing to shut that down they're like no it's not that hard there's one there's male and there's female and, <laughs> and
7: men uh, behave this way and women behave this way and it's Can i can i come can i come back on and do like a two hour rant about that because yeah <laughs> yes
1: absolutely you can
7: we need I, to i just, yeah it is i look there is that segment in in our community is is a a toxic segment it, in our, it is but i agree. The, the great
0: thing is is that we're owning it though we know that that's part of our community we're not just saying oh wait no that doesn't exist that's not a thing that happens we're not like the christians not are like,
1: real that's atheists. not a,
0: that's not a real christian that's not a real muslim yeah. kind of thing we're, no, we're going
7: look. yeah no that that's because uh the and 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 I'm I'm stealing this a, l- a little bit from from my friend and and client uh, Eli Bosnick, but like that that's because the answer to the question does God exist is the easiest <laughs> question in the goddamn universe to get correct, yeah. right? And We've so said that shockingly,
6: way he, yeah.
7: all right, good, good.
5: I with, with Bos like, you. There
7: you go. Yeah, right? yeah <laughs> so, he totally. Did. So, <laughs> but <laughs> here's the thing, right? Like, so okay, that's an unbelievably easy question. So the fact that lots and lots of people, particularly lots and lots of people after Muslims flew planes into buildings Buildings, in this country, right, got that correct is not surprising. And then all of a sudden you look back at that group and, and now we have two things that are going on. Like, so number one, like for a while, it was really cool because you know we were a super minority to be like oh hey look like we're not as, as small a minority as, as we thought we were like lots and lots of people are getting this preposterously stupidly easy question correct uh <laughs> and we have to embrace them and bring them in and be like that and now like now that it is in in many areas and again i i, I don't want to downplay there are many areas where it is not safe to come out as an atheist and where you know but like in many areas like you know look like i that, I have a, I have a successful law practice and twice a week, I, tw- I tell tens of thousands of people that I'm an atheist, right? Like, so, you know, it, it, it's perfectly safe for me to tell people that I'm an atheist. Yeah. It's perfectly safe for lots of people to tell them that, that, that they're an atheist. And now because of that, we, it, I, I think it's healthy that we're looking back and going like, okay, who all did we invite into this town? Holy shit. We invited all. <laughs> crazy nutbags who were only capable of getting that one question right into our tent and like i i I mean i gotta tell you like i'm on i'm on board i'm with the team i don't know like i don't know what you call it or whatever like but like (laughs) i'm with the team that says um if you think like if you don't believe in god but you also think that like the feminist movement is the equivalent of like the Nazis seizing, you know, <laughs> burning a Reichstag in 1930s. Like then, then you know, like get out, right? Like I, I, yeah. I don't want you under my tent That's anymore. That's where
0: we like, diverge, yeah.
7: Right, like, and yeah. and and I don't care what you call the the resultant movement, right? Like I, it, it, you know, I, it, I I say this all the time, like you know, my my uh uh my 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 paternal grandmother, right, my dad's mom, uh, lived to be 90. right and like when my grandmother was 93 and dying she was like Andrew will you say a prayer with me and like a fucking course i will say a prayer with you right i'm, I'm not because a because yeah. <laughs> i'm not a monster right like, because yeah. because that was not a great time to begin a discussion of like well it's a grandma have you thought about the epistemological <laughs> basis of the, you don't know like you know i got a hurting suffering grandma and of course i'm gonna say a prayer with it right yeah. and so
1: yeah exactly like, yeah no it, it, there is a there is a new movement within atheism where we are Uh, We're paying attention to new sciences where we're paying attention to the people that have been disenfranchised for so long. And we are paying attention to ethical needs. And the the ethical thing to do is with your dying relative who wants you to pray with them, you fucking pray with them (laughs) like you just do.
7: And and, and, you
1: you don't have to believe it because guess what? Atheist.
7: It ain't about you. It's not like it's
1: gonna change anything for you. Yeah, it's not about you. It's something we say on the show a lot. That's the the biggest thing before you.
7: The reason I want to be in the atheist community, in an atheist community, if it's a sub-community, is because that there are massive social harms that are done by religion, and I I want to those, right? Like we have president who just said, like, I don't want to use trans people in my military. (laughs) Right? Like, that's the kind of stuff we need to fight against. And like if that means that, like, I have more in common with, you know, uh, a liberal woo Christian than I do with, you know, Dave Rubin, like, so <laughs> be it. You yeah,
1: know. I'm with Come you on. 100%. I'm up you yeah, 100% there. Oh, my God. You just and hit. I will politely <laughs> challenge that woo Christian. Yeah, poli- exactly you right. Can. Until, until they tell me, yeah, yeah, when I can, until they tell me that I need to, like, Use essential oils to fix my allergies. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, but, when it,
0: yeah, when it's a when it's a proper time to do so, not like just yeah. walk up to him and be like, "Your beliefs are fucking shit, and you should not have them." Be like, "Okay, well, we're here waiting for me to pick up my kids at carpool. Why are you doing this?" He's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> "There's times and places." But for I everything. will,
1: I will happily march roppers. next to that. Yeah, I will happily march next to the person who stands for trans rights, who's a Christian. Yeah, then somebody who's claims they're an atheist and won't.
0: We don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. Would you believe me if I told you that 72% of Trump voters believe that the whole Russia interfering in the election thing is fake news.
1: Yes, yes I would.
0: Only 14% would. believe that there's anything to the Russia story. 14%, that's it. Even though we have the Steele dossier which has been proved, right? We have every every intelligence agency saying that stuff has happened. Um it, it's, it's reality people. I mean, we've been talking about this god for like a year now.
1: Oh my god.
0: Yeah, we've been railing on this for a long fucking time. So, uh, really have. This comes to us from Vox, and it's uh, talking about the survey that came from a a left-leaning public policy polling. This is the website. Uh, So here's some highlights. Fewer than half of Trump voters, 45%, believe that Donald Trump Jr. met with Russians about information that might be harmful to Hillary Clinton. Fewer than half believe that happened. Even though it has been said on even on their own news networks that he met with people from the opposition,
5: he released
0: the he released the twitter the twit and the fucking emails about this stuff. Okay, here. How about this number? Thirteen percent of Trump voters think that there was knowing collusion, as in Trump's team actively worked with the Russians to gain an advantage in the election, while eighty one percent say it didn't happen at all that's a lot of fucking dumb people that's a lot of misinformed people that are just getting bad information from just about wherever they can except for real journalistic sources they're going to say that that it's fake news and we have it's mainstream media so it, oh we can't trust the mainstream media but i'll listen to alex jones it's like oh my god yeah, what is exactly. wrong with you
1: uh paranoia cultural ptsd untreated mental illness and yeah. an abusive relationship with the republican party sorry i'm going back to it over and over yeah. and over again
0: i saw a oh, really systemic
1: misogyny and racism
0: yeah
1: that's we can't discount that
0: our, it's, our there's, racist past there's a lot of that is never going to be fixed in this country unless we actually start making strides towards it but everybody's like oh you typical PC liberals talking about, oh, everything is racist. Everything is sexist. Be like, kind of is sometimes, guys. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Like a lot of shit is racist and sexist. Like a lot.
0: I used to be one of the anti-fem dude bros, you know, before starting doing the show. Well, hang on, because I got my information from bad sources. I watched the Anita Sarkeesian videos and I'm like, oh, she's everything's racist. Everything's sexist. Oh, yeah. Of course, you're going to find it when you're looking at it that way until you actually start looking at history (laughs) you're like take
1: take a few minutes
0: it 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 really shouldn't be that goddamn hard for you guys to realize i mean and then we have all the police shootings and everything but we're not talking about that i'm just saying that being willfully dumb is not as hard as you think it is (laughs) it's actually fairly simple in this country all right let's see uh we have a a a on July 15th, we have an ABC Washington Post poll that found similarly disturbing trends. Only 9% of Republicans polled said they believed Ru- Russia tied influence to the election, which was down wow. down, 18% from April. So between April and July, it, lost, it went down 9 points. This is all despite the fact that the U.S. intelligence 100%. community has un- unanimously stated that Russia tried to influence the election to help Trump win. Donald Trump, Donald Trump, <laughs> Trump Jr. personally tweeted out a series of emails. He explicitly states that he would love to set up the meeting. And then after that, he admitted that he did, in fact, attend the meeting. And the president himself basically admitted that the meeting actually happened. So. I, I don't know he knew about it. Yeah, he knew about it. I mean, oh, they, they openly admitted knew. to doing this stuff and people are like, nope, I don't believe it. Why <laughs> why would you okay, it goes into the whole same like Christianity kind of thing. It's like, why would you believe a story that's contradicted in its own gospels four different ways? It's like, eh, well, because that makes feeling. it more real.
1: <laughs> because feeling:
0: if four gospels because were ex- the exact same book each time, I might lead more credence to it being the same story, but no, it's not.
1: <laughs> the These people are uneducated. We know that. Yeah, uh, they are, or they, the the ones who are like, yeah, he definitely colluded, but I don't give a shit. They're probably educated in certain senses, um, but the people who are disbelieving it are uneducated, are p- victims in many cases, and have no outlet for their anger and turn to hate. They don't know how to process anything, and the way that we have squashed emotional health in this country has made it that much worse especially amongst men and women who have bought into the patriarchy like that this is what it is it's a systemic illness i i'm sorry it's an illness it's illness
0: yeah it says here in the article and i'll I'll sum it up here really quickly says perhaps it has something to do with the fact that people don't like learning information that they are predisposed to disagree with That makes sense here. So clearly the Russia story is something that Trump supporters do not just they don't want to face. And that's going to be the problem though, as the evidence piles up that Russia did a lot more to influence the election, especially like our voting machines. Did you hear about the uh the the hack hackathon that's going on? And they got access to like essentially BIOS level of the fucking voting systems within minutes of them being available. So for people that are like, oh, it's not plausible for them to hack our machines. It very much is so. Uh, They say that this is going to be a problem. Worse, it may may mean that some Americans might not even care that Russia orchestrated one of the greatest attacks on U.S. democracy in our country's history. And that's the problem that's getting me the worried the most is like they don't care that it happened.
1: No, they don't care. They don't care. Even if it did, they'd they'd be like, oh, it's a good
0: thing that we're friends with Russia now. But like, has the 80s taught you nothing?
1: (laughs) They don't care. They don't care. What they care about is supremacy
0: my god one
1: feel powerless <laughs> they feel powerless
0: it's pissing off them liberals that makes me feel good to be shitty to other people and god damn it that's mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> exactly
0: mm-hmm. what it is want to get in touch with the outcasts it's easy we're available on most social media platforms as utah outcasts we're on youtube Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker, well, shit, you name it. Uh, You can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. Bringing you a new segment this week that I'm arbitrarily starting up because that's what I do, and I go... I'm going to go out and find all sorts of new examples of secular America, atheist America still trying to have to fight tooth and claw. Uh, we're calling this Atheist and Foxholes, <laughs> or Atheist and Foxholes, and honestly, it's, uh, it's complaint and lawsuit instead of tooth and claw, really, but it's where I find a handful of stories and point out how much of an uphill battle it's going to be in order to fight the religious privilege in the USA, so...
5: Mm-hmm.
0: the first one that we have comes to us from kentucky of all places i mean go figure
1: Shock. <laughs> uh
0: knoxville tennessee leaders are furious over a removal of a police department's christian sign it's a sign that had uh it was from romans eight thirty one. i can't remember what Ooh, this one nice. said but it's like uh it was a complete endorsement of christianity there was a bit, image of it but i deleted it because i don't really want to read that shit uh, and so the Freedom from Religion Foundation made it come down, and the interesting thing is, is that uh, Knoxville Mayor uh, Madeline Rodgero said that the they were avoiding a court battle as a financial decision because they didn't want to put up with it, and they said it was all spin. But at least the result was the removal of a Christian sign. Until we come to find out from the uh knox county mayor tim Burchett is saying that atheists shouldn't be complaining about this at all he says that mayor rogero is my friend but i would fight this one i wouldn't yield to extortionists they consider us extortionists you're breaking constitutional laws you're 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 in the wrong not us you (laughs) oh my
1: god it's
0: so hard hard to explain this if you can't go to your cop job and not have to talk about god and not realize that not everybody's gonna believe the same shit you do you should not be in that job
1: (laughs) no two people have the same understanding of jesus no two people have the same understanding of jesus all right it's all in their own heads
0: what was it there was a guy i think it was emo phillips had a fun uh, i I bring it up every once in a while because it's a long skit where he's talking about somebody where he's like oh you go to the same church oh well do you believe the same things oh yeah you believe this and you're like eventually gets to the point where he ends up killing the person because like, oh, well, he's Northern believer. I'm Southern believer kind of thing. And it's like, you could have everything line up except for that one little thing, that one little belief. And all of a sudden, oh, you're not a true Christian. It's amazing. And he says, ultimately, I have to answer to God, not some outfit from out of town who make their living just suing people. (laughs) And he gives one of these wonderful statements here where he says, what I don't understand is with atheists if they don't believe in God what do they care it just doesn't make sense to me
1: Uh because you have to you're our police too Oh my <laughs> god how is this so hard How is this so hard you are our police
0: too <laughs> And the funny thing is he's talking about like these people are out of town FFRF gets people in well has people within the town make the yeah. complaint
1: <laughs> absolutely
0: so there's an ffrf chapter in knoxville i mean so i don't understand what the hell he means by that and there's no extortion because it's not you should not the reason that you're having to pay these costs is because you keep breaking the law anyway uh pastor and crown college president clarence sexton also said in the video he said that someone from another religion a religion of secularism and humanism, quit calling it Not a, a damn religion, uh, that, that believes in the autonomy of man and the fact that rule of man should violate our constitutional right. What? Nope. As Christians to express our faith. No, 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 nope. no, 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 no. You don't nope. get... You You said it right there. Right as Christians to express our faith. Not everybody is a Christian. If you want to say that we're secularists and humanist and our thing, our, our laws are you know, following the Constitution? So yeah,
1: that, hmm. that statement was internally contradictory. Yeah. Um, You mean citizens uh, don't share your belief, but pay your tax dollars as well? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That doesn't belong there. Wow. It's so simple. Oh, my God. Oh.
0: And this pastor mu- was- must be enjoying that tax-free status, you know, our subsidizing his church. He's got to really enjoy that. Oh. Okay, so he also said if you just keep caving in and caving in, then where does this anarchy end? He's saying that us. Anarchy! <laughs> us following it's, First it's Amendment. Fucking
6: Constitution!
1: <laughs> Do you know why they didn't want to take on the legal battle? Because it would
5: fail. Lose,
0: yeah. We're literally the people who want the county to obey the Constitution. Yeah. No, that's anarchy to them <laughs> cuz they have to be the fucking victim. Uh the second one we have here, Boca Raton residents will put a r- religious displays in a park, but Satanists are out of luck. <laughs>
5: Excuse me?
0: Yeah, so Sanborn Square Park in Boca Raton said that um atheists and Satanists had placed their own displays there last winter to counter a nativity scene. You might remember they had the um yeah. they 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 were being repeatedly vandalized. And so they were going to say no to all religious displays, except they're, uh, they're even going to, they're going to get rid of stuff like, even though third party displays like the nativity scene and the satanic monument will be forbidden this year, the city plans on putting up displays of its own. So it's going to be a Christmas tree, a menorah, a creche and a snowman, but nothing satanic. So, so mm-hmm. generically we have Jesus birth religion, Jesus religion, you know, <laughs> we, it's amazing that, well, like, at
1: least the Christmas tree is pagan, but I, yeah.
0: they wouldn't believe that, though. <laughs>
1: no, 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 they're absolutely not doing it for that. That's such and a menorah. Oh, fuck off!
0: Yeah, it I'm not saying
1: don't have the menorah. I'm saying fuck off, like with your representation, because you know you're not. You know you're not.
0: And so I don't understand how they not see that this is obviously an establishment of religion because you have a Christian display a Jewish display and a couple other random things thrown in there. It'll throw off the scent of us having a nativity display. And so the nativity scene may be allowed on government property as long as it's the, not the only game in town. So it says Boca Raton can buy and place a nativity scene, menorah, and Christmas tree and snowman without legal repercussions, said the city attorney. Hopefully that'll be satisfactory. Hopefully. Yeah. So Still there's seems a,
1: like there's two endorsement of religions in there.
0: Yeah. Let's see, the reason why city is making this decision suggests that the real goal, because uh, it seems like they're trying to keep the Satanists and atheists out of a public space. It doesn't,
5: it doesn't that's, seem like that. That's
0: grounds for legal discrimination. So... City leaders said that the move would relieve the burden of policing the displays, and when police are being called to respond to the vandalism issues, they'll be taking officers away from other people who might need it, you know, like the black communities that they're policing, way much harder than the fucking white communities. Uh, Let's see, we'll hear from the public on this one, and so, uh, Preston Smith, the Satanist who put up the display last year, was quick to renounce the planned religious display, saying that he has support from the FFRF, them again, (laughs) saying, this is discrimination. Undeniably, this proves that they want Judeo-Christian theocracy, although their viewpoints are considered suspect. I'd encourage other atheist activists to fight the continued assault on our First Amendment rights. So so Andrew Seidel has said that um, the the stir caused last year by the exclusion of Satanism from city-sponsored displays would lead any court to believe the decision is discriminatory. So Seidel says that this is a lawsuit that is lost many, many times over. So, yeah. yeah, by allowing your bullshit and you're also and saying no one else can, you're allowing yourself to be discriminatory against all faiths, no faith or all faiths. You fucking idiots. Yep. And the last one. Here. All
1: faith, all faith is absolutely not possible. It is not possible to represent all faith.
0: Yep. It's, it's literally impossible. So keep them all out. And the last one that I wanted to talk about is Pensacola. You might remember that giant fucking eyesore of a cross that we talked about at Bayview Park. Yeah. Uh, According to the Pensacola News Journal, the city has spent $131,801 from the time that it was sued in 2016 until last month. When the when the judge ordered the, the cross removed from the city park. And I believe they're still fighting it, too, so...
1: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> the cost is only going to keep going up after they lose. If, they'd, if they were smart, they'd stop fighting this battle now. Then again, if they were smart, they wouldn't have done what the, other, what the atheists requested a long time ago, before they lost, oh, I don't know, enough to pay, like, three teachers' salaries. You know, shitty salaries, but at Religious least...
1: Religious persecution!
0: <laughs> Oh yeah, it says right here the city has appealed the decision, so it's going to get even more costly. And guess what? They're going to lose that one too. <laughs> they
1: are. It's really easy in the Constitution. This one.
0: So yeah, there's your atheists and foxholes that I, I thought would be fun for you guys to hear because we, as much as we do talk about social justice, we do talk about politics. We talk about religion too. I mean, it's an it's a it's important for us to remember that that's how this podcast started. And that we—it's still a fight we're going to have to fight, even more so now that the GOP is in control of all three places. So.
1: Yep. 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 Yep.
0: So we're still fighting it. We're saying other shit's a little bit more important sometimes, but it's still fun to hear that there's people out there trying to fight the good fight.
1: Well, you know, we got to get to the root of the issue a lot of the time.
0: Yeah, people don't like being reminded of that though.
4: <laughs> I wish there was a god. I wish there was. It'd be great. What I've heard, he's brilliant. You know. <laughs> But, um, I just, I can't, you can't, you can't believe in something you don't. Also, if there is a God, why did he make me an atheist? That was his first mistake. Well, the talking snake was his first mistake, but... So Mark Taylor has a problem
0: with 501c3 churches, and boy, he's going to let us know all about it. So here we go.
2: Why do you say the church has a slavery mentality? Uh, Most of it is because of the 501c3, number one, and two, because they're incorporated. Because the church wants to, you can't govern when you're being governed over. So it's almost like the Israelites, they were being governed over, they were being manipulated, this, that, and the other. So All right, then get the fuck out of the country then. If you don't like the way you're being governed,
0: be gone. You guys like to tell us atheists to move all the time when we don't like how things are done. But the fact that you don't want to follow the rules of this nation as a religion, your loyalties are lying with your God rather than your nation. I'm not saying that you should have blind allegiance to any country. But at the same time, you should at least enjoy the country that you live in and be willing to follow the rules there. I'm sure this is the same kind of person that's like, I, I love America. I wear the American flag when I'm not on TV. He's probably the kind of guy that like the, the the karate gi that has the
2: American flag all over it. I can imagine this guy being that dude from Napoleon Dynamite. I think a lot of that has to do with when you come out of those programs, money of, to of the federal government from the 501c3, and you unincorporate, you are now totally free of any of that. So they have a slavery mentality in the the sense that they want to be governed over, so Mm -hmm. to speak. And that's suppressing them as far as they're... And oppressing the people. Uh, The Lord showed me it's it's almost like they're having a demonic portal over the top of them. So it's influencing... Holy shit, you took a hard right turn there, man. I did not see that
0: one coming. Holy fuck, there's a demonic portal squatting over the top of them. It's like, no, that's an asshole. No, uh, sorry. I don't see how you... Unincorporating and making yourself free of five hundred one c three status is going to help you at all because being a nonprofit organization is what allows your tax free exempt status to exist. If you're saying that you can stop doing all that and still legally bring money into your place of worship and you know shuffle it around the way that you want to, that's fine. But the IRS is always going to come
2: do one of these days. In each ministry and each person in a different way, depending on their spiritual maturity. Mm-hmm. So it could be, this is why we're seeing such moral issues, the financial corruption going on in the churches. This is why you're seeing people leave because they're tired of this stuff. Yeah,
0: I think people that go to church are tired of seeing the, the pastor being rich. I think people don't like seeing the money that they give to that's supposed to go to charity uh, go directly to the pocket of the person that's leading the church. Which is why I don't understand why more people aren't pissed off at the Mormon church for the shit that they do all the time. I mean, honestly, do you really need another temple somewhere? Do you really need to have all that land bought for extra ward houses and stuff? The Mormon church acts a lot like Scientology in that regard, where they have a whole bunch of empty buildings that they just own. They own the real estate.
2: It's weird. But it's that slavery mentality, where they want to be governed, basically. They don't want to be the one to rule and reign, like Hmm. God called us to.
0: All right, look here, buddy. Um, when you are a slave, you don't get to choose what you want to do. You are giving these people a lot more agency than a slave
2: had. So stop using that word. I don't think you know what that word means. 95% of our churches right now, that's our best guess, we don't have exact numbers, are under that 501c3 or, mm-hmm. or incorporated, this, that, and the other. They're in covenant with Baal.
0: Isn't that the God that your God challenged in one of the books? I, I, I'm Sorry, I don't bring up the right scripture here for you guys or anything. But there was something about burnt
2: offerings and stuff. that Dark Matter made a video about it a while back. That is a, that is a covenant with the kingdom of darkness, basically. They entered into it. They took a bribe from 1954 and mm-hmm. entered into a covenant. And, you know, the Bible talks about 54. where you take a bribe, it blinds the eyes of the wise and perverts the words of the righteous. So when you do that, it's, this is why we're seeing so many people in the churches right now blinded they can't see what's going on whether it's with trump mm-hmm. whether it's mm-hmm. with their own church Believe their own life God. situations whatever the case may be you can go listen to a message 70% of the message may be right on but it is perverting the words it's that other 30% 30% mm, I,
0: how do you went from 95% of all churches and stuff to having 70% of people and 30% i I didn't follow you quite on that one there sir however money is the worst thing that you can inject into religion like i said with mormon church they make billions of dollars every year it makes them less and less of the people every year you're trying to tell me that those general authorities which are supposed to be lay people they're not supposed to be you're they're not supposed to be people that take care are taken care of by the church i mean joe smith changed the rules the last minute of that one go listen to naked mormonism about that but the the interesting thing is that this guy is trying to say that when you accept bribes you're blinded and i don't know what they mean by accept bribes if you're talking about how rendering unto caesar what is his you if 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 being a church is what you want to do and you don't want to make money at it, that's fine. As long as it's like your second job and you're not just stuffing people's money into your fucking mattress every day. I, I have no problem with that. Just keep it to yourself. And that's pretty much what we say about all religious people. Just really keep it to yourself.
6: <sighs>
0: I don't understand this guy. Mark Taylor. Watch out for him. He's somebody I I really don't know if I want to see more of because that's kind of creepy where he's talking about demonic portals and shit taking a hard right turn like that weird
3: well that's because he'd rather have a puppet as president of no the united puppet, states no puppet. And it's pretty clear you're the puppet. it's pretty clear you won't admit no, that the, the russians
0: our president is a fucking joke i'm not beating around the bush on this one guys so if you have any sort of hope that mr trump could somehow come on, on top eventually you better quit listening because i was mad and jesus christ i've been mad for about over a year with this human tra- trash heap that we have out there But today really hit a nerve, not just in one spot, but in three very real and very vulnerable communities that I happen to care a lot for. This morning, the president of the fucking United States of America, the outward face to the rest of the world as to who we are as a people, the person to whom kids look up to, the person who, regardless of what side of the political spectrum you fall on, You should be at least okay with them being in command, even if you don't like their policies. He went on his favorite platform, Twitter, you know, where you're granted 140 characters to say what's on your mind, and had the following to say, and I've combined all three of them here. After consultation with my generals and military experts, please be advised that the United States government will not accept or allow transgender individuals to serve in any capacity, uppercase on that one. In the US military. Our military must be focused on decisive and overwhelming victory and cannot be burdened with the tremendous medical costs and disruption that transgender in the military would entail. Thank you. Now, I have a white, hot, burning lance of hatred for this guy, regardless of everything that he's done in recent memory. And if only for him being the skeevy, gross, petulant, ignorant, bloviating human being that is the culmination of all the right wing has trying to been put into power since the days of reagan this is your ultimate form gop and i don't have any words for how much i dislike this guy but today of all days of all the auspicious days that he could have picked to do this shit he picked the day where we're merely 69 years into allowing desegregation of our armed forces and if you're keeping count That's well into World War II years, so don't let people bullshit you with that whole greatest generation bullshit. They've got skeletons in that closet so old that they've fossilized into stone. Yes, one year shy of 70 years, but on the exact day, he has now resegregated the military along lines that are honestly none of anybody's business. Oh, I know that Gen X will catch some shit for the don't ask, don't tell policies, but ours will be the generation from the regression of the inclusionary all-volunteer military that's good with people representing all angles of the LGBTQ spectrum in the last few years that we had Obama, to one that has now drawn a line in the sand regarding what is acceptable or not in an all-volunteer force, one where the very least that they could do for their service members is to give them health care, maybe pay for college, and sometimes get them training that they can use in the real world. But for Trump to couch this hateful decision today, of which came as a huge surprise to the Pentagon, kind of putting that whole consultation with his generals thing to bed unless he somehow has been talking to Michael Flynn or someone else in the Oval Office pretending to be one, it just hasn't happened. In fact, we come to find out that he's, he's doing this for exactly the wrong reasons, because he wants his stupid as shit wall built. He won't allow trans folk to serve in any capacity in the military. Rear echelon duties? Nope. Coast Guard? And I'm only kidding there, Coast Guard people. Nope. Uh, mechanics in any of the branches? No. Nothing based on merit like the military should be. Can't we all remember the words of the fictional Gunny Ermey? I know he's a real Gunny in real life, but the fake character from uh, Full Metal Jacket when he says that here you are all equally worthless and my orders are to weed out all non-hackers Do not pack the gear to serve in my beloved corps. And he said this in that movie as a method of breaking down the ego of all who joined or were conscripted. Because you can't have individual personalities in the military. You're not allowed to have one until after basic. Now, for the administration to say that it costs too much to provide them medical care, whether that be hormone replacement or the top slash bottom surgery uh, to help them transition. We're talking about a drop in the bucket when it comes to the military-industrial complex. I mean, for fuck's sake, I've worked in that industry before, and at least the least worrisome portion that they're spending all the money on is the medical units. Just look at the VA and their problem for years in providing great medical care to the vets who did their time. These aren't people who are joining in order to get free transition out of the deal. They're people who volunteered to drop their lives at the drop of a hat or wig in the president's case and go to war. And if they're not, the UCMJ will take care of that. Let's just say that someone did join just to get healthcare. So fucking what? They're doing a job or series of jobs that are menial at best and vastly underpaid for what's expected out of them. Don't think that the benefits carry over either. If you get out of your first contract, say goodbye to your long-lasting benefits if you have to be career to hold on to those. And not everybody is cut out for that. I know I'm rambling. My point is, if it's a budget issue, as he puts it, that's horseshit, as there are enough fraud, waste, and abuse coming out of the executive branch to pay for the 15,000 trans service members' surgeries and medications for quite a long time. Hey, uh, Trump, all those trips to Mar-a-Lago could have been taken uh, you know, to Camp David and saved a lot of fucking money, You know, money that could have been used for other programs within the Trump administration that you want to slash. But that's just another stick on top of the bundle of kindling that this asshole is collecting to build his own bonfire, upon which we must decide as a nation whether it's going to be us or him that sits on top of it. I guarantee you right now that him signaling to the trans community that they're not welcome is going to come back and bite him in the ass in a big way. They may be a small community, but they've got people everywhere helping to signal boost and back them up in a fight, and that's exactly what the administration now has on its hands. If one service member commits suicide because of all this passing of shit, the blood will never be forgiven. I did say that he touched on three communities, but after seeing the news today, the reactions from other parts of the world along the lines of, What the fuck, America? What are you guys doing? It's just about pulled the batteries out of me entirely. The Department of Justice came out with some shit today where they want to remove Title VII production, uh, protections from the workplace uh, for LGB people. And on top of all, Trump said that we uh, aren't a nation that worships a government. We worship God. So he's just about hit a grand slam with me that has me rocking on my heels to understand and counterattack from. Our constitutional republic is under attack by our own government. And I fear that my speaking out against it isn't enough. The donations aren't enough. The helping out others less fortunate than me is not enough. The activism isn't enough. I'm starting to feel like nothing that I or others can do will stop this sack of shit from completely ruining this country. I do want to say that this is only a minor setback that we're going to recover, that everything's going to be alright. I want to be the beacon for others to rally around when things seem the darkest, but even as a cis-hetero-white atheist dude, I feel like the wind has been taken out of my sails. I can't possibly imagine how all of my friends are going to live through this must-feel. I mean, the show's going to continue. I'm going to keep putting out content like this, and I'm going to hope that we overcome this short-lived autocracy and hope that the Founding Fathers did set up this country in a way that it can and will fight this scourge of lunacy and short-sightedness. But even my hopes are starting to fail. We're already no longer the America I saw as one of the best nations on this small planet, but at the nation that's no longer recognizable due to the comeuppance of having a stupid populace. One controlled by fear, negativity, might-making right, and the extremely damaging belief that this is a world is just a transitory stop before gaining riches into the next one. I mean, in just short, six short months, since he's ascended to this golden throne of watching TV and having two scoops of ice cream with dinner, this country is starting to backslide into what feels like feudal times, where the haves control the have-nots in a way that's not been quite so overt all the time telling us that we're going to love it. I'm ready to get off this bus and walk the rest of the way home, but I don't know how to let the driver know that we need to stop. I mean, in the first time in a long time, I'm honestly worried with the way that this country is moving. It's scaring the shit out of me to think what might be in another six months. All right, well, that does it for us this episode. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the shows that we put out each week. Before we go, I have to give the biggest thanks to all the amazing patrons out there who support us each month. And so in no particular order, we have Michael Stevens, Not a Russian Spy, The Godless Revolution, Jeff Linville, Mike Bowman, Darcy Bowman, Rosabelle Howden, Jeff Peterson, Larry Wilson, and our most giving of fans, Rob Otto, Steven Andrus, and Angelica Pearson. All of your support does wonders for putting the show together. And I can't thank you enough for your generosity. However, if you don't have the means to share money with the show, please get in touch with us. We'd love to hear from you, Uh, especially if you think we deserve a five-star review on whatever service you catch us on. And stay tuned for After the Music as we do our listener segment. So with that, it's time to bring Episode 114 to a close. And remember, everyone, you're welcome.
8: Yo Ninja Bride, you see that high schooler over there getting pushed around? This looks like a job for Cool Patrol. Hey kid, no. you're getting picked on in school. The other boys, huh. they see I wasn't actually very helpful That was just like an instructional dance Hell yeah! Motherfucking bullies better watch their ass Listen up! You put your hands in... Oh, God! He might might actually be dead. Hey, it's voicemail. We don't get
0: voicemail very often. Uh, We also have other mail as well. Uh, We have somebody from our Google Voice. He sent us an SMS saying, Momos are culty AF. There was no name attached, so I have no idea who sent that to us, but yes, (laughs) Mormons are culty as fuck. (laughs) So thank you for that. Um, we have a a guy named Patrick from Arizona who says, howdy from Arizona. I was wondering if you were planning on discussing the Bundy group's legal problems. Oh, we will. They seem pretty fanatical about (laughs) this whole natural law. And my state has had a few charter schools sprout up with an emphasis on promoting natural law ideology.
1: That's that's terrible.
5: That's just
0: terrible. He says, I just don't see the societal benefit of encouraging people to disregard man's law. Anyway, great show. Keep up the work, Patrick. Thank, oh, you, thank, for you, Patrick. thank you for that. Thank you for that great message. We'll, we'll look into that. Uh, we'll have to bring it up for future show discussion because it came in after I had finalized notes for the week. So we will we'll get back to that. And we have a voicemail from one of our good friends that talks to us all the time on Facebook and Messenger and all that stuff. We have Celia. Uh, that wanted to send us a voicemail. Oh, so, how wonderful! So, if you haven't heard from her, you finally get to hear her voice. Here we go.
6: Hey, Kyle and Felicia, this is Delia, your girl from Facebook. I just wanted to say that you guys are an amazing trio. I look forward to listening to Utah podcasts every week. It's the first podcast I listen to every Mondays, Wednesdays, and Friday mornings for the old, you know, the old secret patron shows. Just keep doing what you guys are doing now. Keep listening. My favorite segments are Fun with Real Audio and the Trump Roundup. You guys are hilarious, making making fun of stupid people and all that shit. Well, ya. Yeah. <laughs> that was
1: lovely. Oh, it
6: was
1: So wonderful to hear your voice. Thank you so much for that wonderful voicemail. Oh, that's lovely. We thank love you. Silly. Thank you. Thank you. Yes you 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 seriously you brighten our day you You're, really you do. are the
0: cheerleader we need sometimes especially after seriously doing, after doing all that trump news and stuff it's like ugh, what a slog and it's like oh people love it yay we'll keep doing it i guess
1: <laughs> i love it thank you so much that was that was really sweet and uh fun with real <laughs> audio is a torture and a joy <laughs> <laughs> And long-time listeners will know I'm into that. <laughs>
5: yep.
0: So anyway, send us all your uh, voicemails and stuff. I've I've already I will put the bumper for how you can get in touch with us after this little bit here. But anyway, we're always open and we'll say your stuff online. We'll we'll say it here on the show and we'll we won't make fun of you unless it's dumb. <laughs> no, but we're we're the we're we the we're the arbiters of that.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But it, but it's, uh, it's pretty it, hard. If it
1: comes- if it comes with sincerity, we'll probably won't. We
0: probably yeah. Won't. Just don't or be. we Josh Bernstein, where you're like, like the that fucking woman is like, okay, le- okay, dude. Whatever. A feminazi.
1: You're don't, feminazi. Don't, don't get it wrong.
0: Yeah, I, I'm a feminazi. I just didn't remember the words on it. And my wife saw the text messages earlier. She's like, "Who the fuck is Josh Bernstein?" I'm like, "Oh, he's just an <laughs> asshole." <laughs>
1: Yeah, he really didn't like me. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: we're gonna have a we're gonna have to have another hate mail segment here coming up in a couple of weeks. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll have the plan? Aren't that one. we though? Because people, we got a death threat. That was interesting. <laughs> we actually
1: got a death threat, an actual death threat. Was, one that uh, I
0: I forwarded on to the FBI and to uh, YouTube as you well. Know, you know, they won't do anything I with it, but
1: <laughs> I didn't love getting it. No, it and, wasn't neat. It was really terrible, actually.
0: For me, I, I see uh somebody send me something through y- YouTube, and if it's like camel case, like caps lock and non-caps lock shit, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to delete this because it's somebody that's obviously not smart. And if they don't put paragraph breaks into their statements, it's like, I'm not going to read this. I'm like, I will not read wall of text. And so I didn't even know until like an hour after I shared it with you guys and got rid of it already that it was like, yeah, that was a death threat X, and I'm like, oh really? <laughs> I had to go back and read it.
5: <laughs> it's
1: uh, it's pretty brutal. It's uh yeah, to quote, you're as good as dead.
0: Yep. Well, good job there, buddy. I hope uh you get paid a visit by someone soon. Uh, probably not, but
1: oh, Probably not.
0: No, because like we were talking about with uh Andrew earlier on the show before we started recording, the uh it, it, nobody should settle on saying well you know that's just how youtube is you shouldn't be able to do that no there no, should be reasoned discourse out there
1: i so, did not care for it i did nope. not care for a death threat didn't care for it not fun it wasn't it wasn't a badge of honor it sucks.